Welcome to Anchored in Transforming Truth, a podcast dedicated to learning and applying the truth of God's Word to our lives. And now for today's episode. Hi, you guys. It's Indy, and welcome back to the show. So this week, I just wanted to come on and just really encourage you. Um, this week for me has been a doozy. Like it was, it was just a long week and it was a very, um, very trying week and it challenged my faith and it also helped ultimately to build my faith. And so I was thinking that, you know, just some of the challenges, maybe not the specific circumstances and it wasn't necessarily bad but just um just challenges (laughs) and so I was just thinking you know who can I come on and encourage that may also be dealing with some situations maybe more serious or you know mental not mental illness in that way, but just like mental challenges where the enemy comes and and just tries to get you to believe lies and doubts and bring up old things, you know, things that are past, things that God may have delivered you from or is in the process of delivering you from. And, you know, when you're going through transformation, right? And you're learning a new way. You're learning a new habit. Sometimes it can take a little bit longer. The process can take a little bit longer than maybe you were anticipating or than what you realized starting out. Um, You know, as you're going along, you're focused maybe on one area. And then here comes this other area that you're like, what? Where did that come from? And, you know, you have to deal with it. And I know, you know, doing prayer, not this just this week, but during this whole time that God has been working on me and bringing me into maturity little by little, um, there would be sometimes things would come to the surface and I would feel like, wow, I thought I had settled that. I thought I was healed from that. I thought I was delivered from that. And here it comes, you know, trying to attack me again. And what God had to show me through prayer and through just reading my word and and writing in my journal and just reflecting about it is that, you know, things have to come to the surface in order for him to scrape them away. And so just because something comes up or you experience something or a memory come or, you know, whatever it is that could feel like or could seem like here I go again or I'm going backwards instead of forward it may not necessarily be true but it may just be God bringing up the part that was buried in there inside of you or just a fragment 
left of the old thing and so he has to bring it to the surface so that he can scrape it away I think a few episodes we talked about you know the dross and pure gold the process of making pure gold is that you know they heat it the gold and there's this impure substance that comes to the surface and they scrape it away and then they heat it they increase the heat and then there's more Um, of the impure substance that's in gold and they scrape it away and they continue to do that until there's no more impurities coming up and I don't know how how long that process or how many times that has to happen but I'm using that as an example to say that um, you may have been healed from something or you may have um, become strengthened in an area but God being the amazing God that he is and the loving God, he wants you completely pure of those things, of that area. He doesn't want that area to come up down the line uh, or right when, you know, he releases your blessing and then here comes this old proclivity or this old habit. And it, like it has done so many times before it causes you to sabotage or to hurt someone or hurt yourself Um, so he has to keep increasing the heat so that he can continue to scrape it away and because it shows up we may mistakenly think oh here I go again but that's not so that could be God's final time um, scraping it away or that could be part of the process of him scraping it away because he's maturing you in that area. He's delivering you. He's growing you in that area. So um, just to be encouraged and when you when you experience situations or you go down a road and you feel like, here we go again, or, or you feel like um, I was doing so good and then I ran out of steam or, you know, I've gotten up and I've read my Bible 10 days in a row and then the last two days you know I've fallen down or I went certain amount of time I didn't drink I didn't blah 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 um and here I go again so if if that is so that it's part of God's process then it's just just surrender to God's process um one thing I had to learn this week or not learned this week but I had to realize I guess that this is something that I'm gonna have to do in a lot of ways I feel like this whole faith walk even though you know I've been in church since I was a little girl um I feel like I'm on a new faith walk because God is showing me different things and you know, different areas. He's like, okay, we, it's time for us to handle this. It's time for you to mature in this way, or I need to make you stronger in this way. And so in a lot of ways, I feel like my walk with God is new, like brand new. And just the different things that he's showing me in his word, the truth, um, just simple things like, you know, growing up with God um, or growing up in the church, you kind of you you read certain scriptures or you hear certain scriptures so often that it kind of becomes more habit to repeat it the way you hear and that becomes the scripture in your mind or or what you refer to 
But then when you actually open your Bible and you go and read it kind of in context or you read it word for word, you may or may not, in my case, have realized that um, it's actually saying something else or it actually the wording gives it a whole different reference. And so um, that's been my thing <laughs> with God's word. So just in learning God's word and just the, the new route that God is taking me to create these transformations, you know, that he wants to do and that need to be done. Um, I'm just learning that I have to surrender to the process of what he's doing. And so sometimes things will come up and it will, like I said earlier, feel like, oh, I thought I got over that or I thought I, that habit was gone. Uh, I thought I was finally strong in this area and something will come up and, and I will be like, oh, Indy, <laughs> you were doing so good, girl. <laughs> um, and then God is, you know, he's kind of correcting me in that, that no, just because things come up doesn't mean that you've done bad. But maybe he's showing you, like he shows me, there's too much self-reliance. You're relying on the strength that you're building or you're calling it your strength instead of growing strong in the Lord. Um, he wants more reliance on him. He wants us to dwell more in him. And so sometimes it's that. Sometimes it's, you know, there's remnants or little fragments in there inside of us in our heart, um, in our, our habits, you know, in our mind, our memories that was maybe, you know, had settled into a corner somewhere. Maybe there was a part of our heart that was unrepentant in an area or unsurrendered. We surrendered this much of our heart, but we kept this little piece over here um, and we were still harboring unforgiveness or um, there was still judgment there. Um, you know, those ugly things that we don't want to admit about ourselves that can sometimes settle there. And so he has to bring them not only to the surface so he can finally get get a, do away with it, but also to remind us of our need for dependence on him. Because if we are able to calculate in our own minds, oh, I'm so this in this area, I'm so that, I'm so, and it becomes a brag or ego or arrogance, then there is no self-reliance in God, it, we're relying on ourselves. So this week, the thing that I was saying, um, I had to be reminded of was, you know, God works with me a lot on, you know, softening me <laughs> and um, just really being more surrendered and more submitted, um, being more um, coming to him and talking to him and joining him with everything that I do, not because I can't make a decision on my own, but because I have learned, uh, I've kind of hardened or allowed life to harden me in certain ways where I got to get it done. I know how to get it done. Let me just do it. Let me take over, you know, and that's not necessarily how he wants me to be. 
Yes, he wants us to be bold and courageous in Christ, but not to the point where we are uncomfortable with relying on someone else to do it. So it's like, for example, um, my daughter was getting ready to lift something. And I said, no, don't do that. You know, let your brother do it. He's the man. And so she said, but I can do it. And I said, well, just because you can do it, it doesn't mean you need to do it. Um, and not that I'm, I, that sounded a lot like I was pointing to like gender roles. That That's not what I'm talking about. But it's just some things we do because we can or we've taught ourselves to do. But it's something that needs to be done a different way, I guess, is the best way I could explain it without getting in trouble. <laughs> but anyway, this week, um, I was having a bit of a rough week. Um, and it was like day after day, it was just pounding on me. The week was just pounding and I was praying and you know, spending time in worship and just a lot of talking to God, a lot of talking to God and trying to, you know, do the things that I, I, you know, he's calling me to do and, and all of those things. And it just got to a point where I was like, you know, gosh, you know, I can't like Lord. And so what I was feeling like I needed to do is that I needed to grow and learn how to use the power and the authority that God has given all of us, right? So instead of going to God, it's like, please do this. And can you do that? It's like, God is also working with me on, you know, the weapons of our warfare, not carnal, you know, that we're able to declare you know to the mountain to be cast into the sea and we are able to speak to the stronghold and bring it down into captivity so like there are certain authorities and powers that we're able to and God wants us to enact through him through his power and through the blood of Jesus and so but then there are also times where yes, we have power and sometimes our power is deferring to the leader. And so God being the leader in that circumstance where don't sit there and get ambushed by emotions and feelings and feeling like you're just getting clobbered. Run to the strong tower, which is God. Like run, you know, Psalms 91 talks about being sheltered under his wings and so he's still God the father yes he wants us to be strong so you know it's like if you're a parent and you have children you want them to stand up for themselves but you don't want you don't you don't that's not giving them or telling them to stand there and be bullied or be abused so that they can feel like well I try to stand up for myself and so that's what God that was my lesson this week is that when I I tried to hold my own and it was just incessant warfare um, to the point where I'm I'm really just exhausted and so um, when I went to God in prayer he was kind of like 
you know, sometimes being strong in the Lord and in the power of His might is that you come to the Lord. It doesn't always mean that you try to figure out how to get out of that mess on your own. Um, Sometimes it's come to me, um, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Sometimes it's that. And so I don't know if you've been having a good week this week or a horrible week, not a horrible week, but a bad week or a trying week or you've been dealing with something for months or a year or, you know, whatever, or, you know, this pandemic has been going on for a while and you feel like, you know, when, you know, just when it seems like everything's starting to open up and trying to move in, you know, forward motion, you know, here comes another wave of variant or whatever it is. So if you're at all experiencing anything like that or temptation from the enemy, you know, sometimes God will give us a promise. You know, y'all, I'm waiting on some big promises and I'm saying, God, the way my life is looking right now, these promises that you've spoken to me do not add up like what is the deal and then here comes the enemy it's like you know still waiting huh (laughs) you gonna sit there much longer and keep waiting you know and so just in being consistent with reading the word and praying and not just praying regular prayers but if the enemy is beating you up if I have to get some water if the enemy is beating you up or you're feeling discouraged or you're feeling defeated or you have questions even if you just have questions that doesn't mean that you have lost your faith because you go to God um, if you need to say to God I need you to take today I just I can't today um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I need some encouragement, but I'm going to try to get back out there tomorrow. But today, it doesn't mean that you are giving up because you ask for help from God. You can ask for help from God and he wants you to. He wants you to. Um, Second Corinthians, let me find it for y'all because... This has been um, my go-to scripture this week and actually the last couple of weeks. And um, this has been the one that I've been reading and I've been... um, I've been drawing encouragement from... And so I'm going to read it to you guys. I'm trying to look without my glasses on, y'all. I went out earlier and I haven't wiped off my glasses from being out. And so, yeah. So it says, we are human. This is 2 Corinthians 10, starting at the third verse. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle 
that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and we teach them to obey Christ. So that's, I think, the New Living Translation. But that's basically, that's the scripture that says the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds, bringing everything uh, into captivity and being ready, right, um, to capture anything that tries to disobey God. And so that anything that tries to disobey God, that's your thoughts. That's discouragement. God is God never blesses us or or wills to us discouragement or defeat or frustration or you know, you've been trying to look at all the different angles of this thing and it's just not figuring out in your own mind. Um, that's the, none of that is part of God. So if this thing has become so overwhelming, or if you're trying, you know, God has shown you something or he's spoken something and he said, this is what's going to happen. But like I said, the way you look at your life, you're like, God, I don't even see like a speck or a spickle or a remnant that that's true, but I'm standing on your word. I'm going to believe and trust your word. And I'm going to keep you know, doing this wax on, wax off thing. That's from Karate Kid, uh, where he he wanted, Daniel wanted Mr. Miyagi to teach him uh, karate. And Mr. Miyagi was like, okay. But he started him with wax on, wax off with the cars and then painting the fence. And Daniel couldn't figure out, like, when are we going to get to the karate stuff? And when it was time to... Mr. Miyagi showed him that everything that I've been having you go through, everything I've been teaching you, you wax on, wax off like this, and you paint the fence like this, and everything else, It, I was teaching you karate. And so that is a lot of how God works with us, where he takes us through the wax on, wax off. You know, and while we're going through that process, there's going to be frustration, there's going to be growing pains. Because sometimes the thing that God has promised you or the things that you ask God for, and he's, he's going to do it, but it will require you to be at a certain capacity. You know, you can't just go and run a race and not build up your sustainability, your, um, you got to work with your cardio, get your lungs ready, be able to go long term. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that you have to get ready before you can actually run a race. So the things that you've asked God for, you're believing him for the things that he's promised to you, he has to first get you ready, um, in order to sustain that thing and to step into it valiantly. Right. And so while you're going through that growing process, he's removing things, he's adding things. And because we're human, sometimes it can look like, oh, that person left me or, oh, that person was mean to me or, oh, that person was rude or, oh, the finances are crazy or, you know, they're giving me 30 day notice on the apartment or any number of things could be happening that look like they can look like horrible things, but in order for you to move into your house that God has he's prepared for you, you may have to get notice at your apartment. In order for, you know, for you to move to this next job, things have to be going sometimes bad at the current job, 
um, that will push you out and make you ready to ready for the new job. Any number of things can be going on, but we have to run to God and not try to figure them out in our own. And that's what that scripture is talking about, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We don't fight the way humans fight. We don't even fight a human fight. You know, Ephesians 6 says, you know, we wrestle not with flesh and blood. But if you take that first part of that phrase, we wrestle not. We don't wrestle. God is the one who does the fighting for us and the way we fight. We, we don't just stand there just um, passive in our in the own in our in the warfare that's going on in our life or the battle that's being waged against us but we put on armor we put on the word of God we put on the truth and salvation and God's righteousness and you know our feet are prepared you know with the gospel and so it's it's us being solid in the things that are God and in order for us to be solid in the things that are God we got to stay in the word right? We got to stay in the word. We got to apply it to our life so that we can begin having spiritual understanding and not just leaning to our own understanding or the way Corinthians 10 talks about, you know, seeing it from a carnal perspective or as, you know, just as people. But we're working with God who is a spiritual being and he sees everything. We see it as wax on, wax off, but he sees it as I'm preparing you for where I'm getting ready to take you to. So I just want to encourage you that, you know, if you're feeling defeated, you're feeling discouraged, none of those things are of God, but sometimes he will use those things for you to run to him, not for you to prove how strong you are on your own or, you know, what, <coughs> excuse me, what makes you so holy and so so strong in him is that you can show him you can endure enduring is coming into his presence and letting him fight for you and you doing the things that he has told you to do in that fight but you're not out there trying to fight on your own that that's not necessarily enduring and so don't stay out there and get beat up don't let the enemy just come and that's where our power is our power is not in just you know devil I rebuke you but our power is also in knowing when we need to run to the father because Psalms talks about you know God is strong and mighty and he's mighty in battle you know lift up your heads O ye gates and be lifted up ye everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in and so in order for the king of glory to come in we got to make way for him to step into our situations we got to go to him and say God you know I'm feeling beat up I'm feeling exhausted I'm feeling frustrated I feel like I want to throw in the towel I feel like I don't even understand what you're doing but I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to believe your promise is still true. I'm going to believe you're, you're still coming through. But right now, I need some help. I need you to come and fight this battle. Or I need you to come and give me strength. Or I need you to send me a word that will encourage my heart. I need you to comfort my heart. I need you to wipe my tears. I need you to step into my home, step into my job, step into these career plans or this business plan. You know, I need you to 
um, fight with me or fight for me. Whatever the situation calls for, call on God. And don't just stay out there being beat up to the point where you just can't go on or you feel like you just can't go on and just remember that it may to our eye look like that's not going to happen or that's impossible or I'm not seeing any sign that that's going to happen that that could happen you know that could be but maybe God hasn't shown you yet because it's not time for you to see but you just trust in his promise if he promised you a thing then he's going to do it he says he watches over his word that he performs it that he makes sure it accomplishes what he sent it out to do and so he is going to fulfill your promise Even if you've been waiting for years and years and years, even if you've been, it just seems so difficult or it seems like, you know, the exact thing that you're waiting on God for, you're praying for, that you see other people around you or people close to you, they're getting your thing. You rejoice with them. Go deep in your heart and rejoice for them. Give them the rejoicing and the love and the support and the encouragement that you're going to want when it's your turn, because it's going to be your turn. But God wants us to rely on him. He wants complete reliance. And that's not a passive thing. He wants us to get this word so that we can quote it when it's time. That's what that sword of the spirit um, in Ephesians 6, where the the armor of God is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's not just having a Bible, but it's having a ready word for whatever battle you're going through. So if you're going through a battle of sickness, then you don't need a word for finance finances. If you're going through a, a mental battle, right, then you don't need a word for, um, you know, something like, uh, Lord, fix my home. You, you don't, you need a ready word. So if it's, if it's healing that you need, then you need a word on healing. If it's finances that you need, then you need a word on finances that speaks specific to that. And so that's what that sword is in the, uh, the armor of God. So be, be ready in the word and be ready in the armor Uh, If you want to read about that, it's in Ephesians 6. Read about that in this scripture I just read, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We don't fight a human fight, but we fight, it's it's a spiritual fight. And sometimes that spiritual fight is what affects us in our physical life. And so we have to know how to fight it. But having this word, talking to God, going to God with your tears. You know, many times I prayed in tears where I honestly could not. I didn't. I just it took me a minute to be able to say anything. Right. But my tears, I believe, spoke with absolute clarity to God what it was that I needed until my mouth could actually speak. I've had those those times. And so God is faithful and he's always there for us. And he always causes us to win because he wins and we're in him. 
And we just have to hold on. If you have a word, hold on. God is coming. He is coming. He is absolutely coming. He loves you. He cares about you. He cares about every tear that you drop. He cares about every situation that's going on in your life, in your home, in your career, in your church, you know, in your purpose, the things that he's calling you to. If he's showing you big things, trust God, trust God, even if it's pulling you out of your your comfort zone or, or what you have lived all your life believing You know, this is me. This is who I am. This is my life. This is, you know, how I'm going to live out the rest of my life. If God is showing you different, trust him and cling to that. Because I would rather be with God wherever it is he's trying to take me than to be somewhere else that I think I'm supposed to be. I've tried that. I don't want that anymore. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I want to be wherever God is in that specific moment every moment of my life I want to be where God is if it means I gotta cry if it means I gotta whatever I I as long as God is there he'll get me through that moment and so I just I wanted to come on and encourage you to keep the faith keep the hope and how you do that is read the word you know go on google you know what are scriptures on encouragement what are scriptures on help what are scriptures on marriage what are scriptures on parenting what are scriptures on you know managing the home what are scriptures on you know being safe when i go out scriptures on anxiety whatever look up those scriptures um google will give you the scripture i don't necessarily depending on if it's a site that i know i can trust it's a reliable site then i might click the link but otherwise i wait for the scripture and then I will click off and go on my Bible app or open my physical Bible and then that's how I read it I underline it I write it on a post-it I have a board that I sit in front of every day at my desk and here at home and I look at those scriptures and those encouraging words um, when when God talks to me either you know directly or he'll speak to me through a scripture Uh, Or he'll speak to me through a song lyric or a TV show. You know, I've asked him something or just in peace or revelation. I'll write it down in my journal and then periodically, you know, in those those tough moments, I'll go back and just read old journal entries and just reflect. And, you know, everything is not the way I want it to be right now. But God has given me some promises And so because he's given me some promises, that means that he has to fulfill them, right? So that means that since he has to fulfill them, he has to be with me, right? So that means God is with me, even in this moment where it feels like he's not. Even in this moment where it feels like he has forgotten. Even in this moment where it feels like those promises are so impossible or so far away. He's coming you know, and I'll leave you with this. And the story of Joseph, I haven't talked about him in a while, y'all. <laughs> I thought I'd give you guys a break. But in the story of Joseph, Joseph was in prison. And he um, he had been there for two years. And we had, we in that part where right before he's getting ready to go to Pharaoh, Joseph doesn't know he's getting ready to go to Pharaoh. Um, but he is. But he's been there for two years. And it's just been so silence right 
Um, we read all of these accounts of everything that's happening to Joseph, and then it comes to a part where it says, and then two years later, which means we haven't heard anything from Joseph. So we're assuming, I don't know, he's just sitting there in prison or God is working with him or whatever, but he's sitting there for two years after he had received a promise two years earlier that from the the guy that was in um, the cupbearer who was in uh, Pharaoh's kingdom. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to remember you. And Joseph's like, okay, don't forget. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I am. And he forgets. But then God causes Pharaoh to have a dream, which then triggers the, the rememory <laughs> of the cupbearer. He's like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I forgot, but two years ago I was in prison and this guy there, he interpreted the dream and blah, blah. And so uh, Pharaoh had already went through his whole kingdom to try to get you know the people that were employed or that their purpose was to interpret dreams they could not because God had designated that thing for Joseph and even though there was a two-year silence God was still with Joseph and Joseph was still on God's mind right but to the human eye it looks like two years you know God has forgotten because he's already waited about 17 16 something years and so then they call for Joseph and they clean him up and they get him ready to go before Pharaoh. And that's his moment that had, God had already set into destiny. And then it was on from there. So the night before Pharaoh calls for Joseph, Joseph goes to bed like any other night, like he had did for those two years where there was just silence. And then the very next morning is when Pharaoh calls for him. But no one knows that, right, except God. And so there is a moment where you're going to go to bed just like every other night that you go to bed. And tomorrow is going to be your day of destiny contact. You don't even realize it, that God has set that time. So you got to endure. You got to stay with God. You got to be, you know, in tune with God and talking to him, you know, relieving all of your resentment and bitterness and, <clears throat> excuse me, unforgiveness and questions and all of that constantly talking to God because you never know when that next moment, that very next morning, that very next moment, that very next phone call, that very next email, that very next video or text message is going to be the point of contact that God designated. But he got to get all the people right in concert. He got to get everybody on board for that moment when he says, and now, right? And action. Because Pharaoh had to be in place, right? The cupbearer had to be in place. Everybody in Pharaoh's kingdom had to be in place to not be able to interpret. You know, everything, everybody had to be on one accord. And when that happens, we know that the Holy Spirit comes. When You know, we read about that in Acts. So I just wanted to come on and encourage you guys. All right? So you never know. Stay with God. Keep believing him. He's coming. He's going to come through. He's going to fulfill his promise. He has not forgotten you. No matter what it looks like, it might feel like old things are coming up. God just has to bring those things to the surface so he can scrape them away. Because this promise that he's getting ready to fulfill your life is meant to go forever. This one is the long game. Okay? So I, I hope that encouraged you. And um, you guys be safe. Make the best decision there is for your family out there, right? And keep trusting and talking to God. And he's going to come through for you. All right? Till next time. Talk soon.
Thank you for listening to Anchored and Transforming Truth, a podcast where we come together to learn about truth the way God intended. We hope to see you next week when we continue to learn, trust, and surrender to what God wants to do in our lives. Until next time.